0: The Long Story Short Podcast with Liz Calloway.
1: Welcome to The Long Story Short, the weekly podcast on Burn Media. I'm Liz Calloway. If you're enjoying The Long Story Short, be sure to like it and share it with your friends. We all need to work together to save America. And now on with the show recent podcast I had the opportunity to speak to political consultant Dick Morris and we learned from him that there are two groups that we really need to reach out to if we want Trump to win again in 2024. That would be disenfranchised millennials and black voters. In fact, recently, a CNN reporter filed a report on exactly that.
0: The last two years have been really tough. The pandemic and inflation have hit Americans hard, increasing longstanding disparities in some communities. And African Americans want the president's attention.
1: As a middle class black woman, I don't see the push for the black economic community like Really exploding. I think the message is being delivered, but I don't think the message is being captured in the way that we want it to be captured. Coming up in just a few moments, you will hear a very powerful interview with Vince Everett Ellison. You will not be able to turn away. He will talk about all the lies that have been told to the black community. In fact, he is the author of a book called. 25 Lies, and also a book called The Iron Triangle. Coming soon, he'll have another book and a documentary called Crime Inc. It's a documentary about how the Democrats, the most evil empire ever, run their business like organized crime.
0: It's Long Story Short with Liz Calloway.
1: Hi, Vince, and welcome to the show.
2: Thank you, Liz, I'm happy to be with you today.
1: Well, I'm so glad to have you back because I always find our conversations to be completely inspiring and exciting. But uh, I am calling you because I had a conversation with a a friend of mine. She happens to be black. She happens to be a Democrat. And she said, I really, really want to vote for Trump. And I'm trying to tell other people, you know, why. But the the thing is, is that the messaging, she said, is, is not there for her. Um, she's saying that we're not reaching into the black churches enough. So I thought I'd give you a call to maybe get some pointers, and maybe if we knew better what lies they're being told as a community, then maybe we can better address what, what the needs of the black community are with our messaging. Can you help me with that? Can you tell us some of the lies that have been told to the black community from our politicians?
2: Yeah, one of the biggest problems that... Um the GOP has when dealing with 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 black people is that the national GOP really will not help. Uh, when 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 Lee Atwater took over the uh, Republican Party, uh, the RNC back in 1992, they decided to do this redistricting thing where they made these majority black districts. Now, understand this: Democrats will always talk about immigration and black and white come together. They want segregated districts for themselves. Okay, that's the irony. So. We, so the GOP and the, and the black Democrats got together and created these majority black districts and they left all the rest of the districts more white and they made a deal with the Democrats that if you sign off on our redistricting plan we will not fund any Republican that will run against you in these districts wow. so who's ever so running against Jim Carvin this year he's a he's a great young man he don't have any, they're not going to help him at all that's because they made a deal on the redistricting at the State House, the GOP, and the Black Democrats. So, check out the national GOP. It's going to have to be between the local GOP and the the, the activists on the ground. That's the only way it's going to work. So, the greatest lie that we, that the Democrats say to Black people, they tell them that they they love them, that they will help them, that they care about them, that they want integration, that is a lie. The Democratic Party is an evil institution.
0: They only care about one thing, power. So they take the black community, they they tell them that we're going to take care of you, that we're going to make your lives better, that we are going to make your schools better. No, they're not. Their primary goal, their only goal, is to make sure they remain poor, that they remain uneducated, and that they continue to kill and hurt one another. What is your evidence the last 50 years? You have 50 years of, imper- of 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 absolute impervious evidence that you can show the black community that proves that the Democratic Party is the evilest institution on the face of this earth. From 1800 to 1860 they the party of slavery. From 1860 to 1865 they were the party of the Confederacy. From 1865 to 1970, they were the party of Jim Crow. And now they're the party of abortion. They're the party of atheism. Right now, they have a public educational system supported by the Democrat Party that is telling parents that we can take take your children and we can give them pronouns at school. We can can, uh, cut off little boys' private parts and call them little girls. Cut off little girls' uh, breasts and call them little boys. And there's nothing you can do about it. We have to start telling them who they are We have to stop playing around and stop telling these people that we have policy disagreements with these people and explain in graphic terms exactly who they are. They are an evil institution. They are an atheistic institution. They are murderers, and all they do is meditate on blood. And we have too much empirical data to share with them from abortion from their refusal to allow uh, uh, to try to take God out of the public square and allow him in the public school system, them allowing the fentanyl and the drugs and the illegals to come out of the border, to them fighting against school choice when we have the worst schools in the industrialized world, to the, how they took down the whole family, how they destroyed the black family, how they bought politicians to the black church, how they destroyed the black community. Yes, we just need to tell the truth. And, Liz, if we just tell the truth and stop dancing around the edges like we like we tend to do, timid, afraid of being called a racist, we have to go right into it and tell the truth. And when I do it, I never lose debate.
1: Vince, I mean, first of all, let me just say this. The first thing you said had just dropped a bomb on me. I had no idea about this redistricting deal that you're talking of. Um, you ran for Congress. And I have spoken to many candidates, black conservatives, who have said time and time again that the national GOP does not support them. And I have brought this up I, to many other people in the party, and I don't understand why that is. And I think you finally explained it to me. I and I'm thinking here, hey, these should be celebrated. We should be celebrating any black conservative that's brave enough to 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 run. In, in a highly democratic area, um, like Kim Klasick in Baltimore, uh, what they mm-hmm. uh, what they they tried to destroy her, like personally, yep. professionally, everything. Um, yeah. So this this redistricting thing and, 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 and everything else you said is extremely important, but I just have to go back to that. What how do we find out if that's what's going on in our area? Because we have pockets of Democratic districts that time and time again vote Democratic and Republicans try and run there, but they get nowhere.
0: If you look at the Wikipedia page on the 6th Congressional District, anybody can do it. You will see that they say that it was created after they made after after Democrats, black Democrats made a deal with the Republican Party in 1992. It will tell you that.
1: Wow. And, what, and
0: state, so, what state is that? South Carolina. South Carolina the Carolina, six congressional okay. district where, where Jim Clyburn is right now Wow, is a majority black district. Every 10 years, the general assembly comes together and they have to redraw the districts. Right. They and so did. they said, yes, they have to say they just did it. And believe me, the black Democrats who have their congressional black districts and their black statehouse districts want to keep those districts black. They don't want any white people in them because that's how to keep their seats. And that makes the Republican Party happy because they know the, largest, the larger the concentration of white people, the better their chances of winning also. So they put all the black people they can in these districts. They gerrymandered these districts to a steady way and it, put as many black people as they me. can. And then, and then the black Democrats will vote with the Republicans on this redistricting plan. And the Republicans say for this. We will not run anybody in. We will not help anyone that runs against you in these districts. It's a name for it, and it's a pejorative. The name is Operation Rat Fu Blank. Yeah, Ben Ginsberg and Lee Atwater did it in 1992. I, ha- I write about it in my book Twenty Five Lives. Wow, this and infuriates it, me. <laughs> yes, and this is the reason. Now it has, now it makes perfect sense to you, know? Yeah, it? that's why I say. This is not going to. It's not. There won't be a political solution. Now listen, it worked because the Republicans never, ever could have control of the General Assembly in South Carolina. Never until this deal. Since that time, they've never lost it. That's a fact. Before this deal, the the uh, Republicans did not have the Congress for forty two years. Since this since this time, the Democrats have had it eight. And we've had and, and the Republicans have had about maybe 24. This is a fact. This is how they play politics with people's lives. This is why it has to come from people like you, Liz. You're doing the great job every single solitary day. You're out there, you're beating the hedges, you're putting the truth out there. Your people out there, the good people every day. This is why I wrote my two books, The Iron Triangle and 25 Lives, to explain to people out there, your listeners, why. This is happening while we seem to not be able to make any progress with the black community. It is not the, the black community. Haven't heard the Republican message in 30 in 30 years. They haven't heard it. And that's because the Republicans will not put anyone down there that wow. is willing to go that, that to, to uh, do battle. Uh, they won't fund him. They, he can barely get gas money. Jim Clyburn probably got $20 million in the bank. And the guy that's going to be running against you might not have a hundred thousand mm. and the RNC is not going to help him. And he's probably 10 times better than Jim. Jim's a moron. Jim's an apostate. And if Jim doesn't repent, he's going to go to hell when he dies.
1: Wow. <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, we're speaking with Vince Everett Ellison. And I'm, um, I, I, you are one of my most favorite interviews because I always learn so much. When I do an interview, my main goal is what can I learn? I want to, I've just learned so much in, in just the first few minutes here, but I would need to ask you, uh, you know, I was talking about my friend who was telling me that we need to go into black churches and reach the people in the black churches. She said we are dead set against abortion. I don't know why they think we want abortion. Um, you know, we want to work, we want, you know, two parent families, we want all these
0: things. So uh, obviously they don't because they're voting Democrat. But look, this is what they don't know. Guess who got the first Margaret Sanger Award? Mm-hmm. For 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 abortion. You know who it was? No, Martin Luther King Jr. Wow. Look it up. Wow. Martin Luther King Jr. got the first Margaret Sanger Award. Martin Luther King Jr. turned down Patrick oh, Moynihan's boy. plan. The, Moynihan, in the In the Moynihan report, they said they wanted to use all federal as many federal resources as possible to put the black man back at the head of the family so that the black family wouldn't be torn apart. Mm-hmm. In the book, in the book, Bearing the Cross by David Garrow, they said, Lyndon Johnson told Moynihan to take this plan to Martin Luther King Jr. and the civil rights community. McGeorge Bundy, the guy that was with the Ford Foundation, they were, they, they, they were um, uh, funding a retreat for King and black preachers. When they went there to present the plan, McGeorge Bundy said, it's one." The Moynihan got out of that room alive. They called him a racist. They told him that the family was, 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 was the equivalent of slavery. That if they, wanted to use, if they wanted to use welfare money, they should use it to get the man out of the house. Not to keep him in. And instead, Lyndon Johnson put the man in house clause in welfare that said if you call a man at home, the welfare would be cut off. And that's how the man in house clause got into welfare. Martin Luther King's fingers were all on it. His fingerprints were all on it. So his fingerprints are all on abortion. He bought politics into the black church. Check this out Martin Luther King Jr. was excommunicated from the black church in 1961 because he tried to take over the National Baptist Convention for the liberals in the civil rights community. He was kicked out. They killed a a, a pastor on the convention floor trying to take over. He got excommunicated, so he started, instead of the National Baptist Convention, Martin Luther King started the Progressive National Baptist Convention. That's the sect that Raphael Warnock is part of. This sect, supports abortion, LGBTQ, and everything else that is an anathema to Jesus Christ. If you want to wonder why the Black church has gone dark, it's because of the Civil Rights Movement and Martin Luther King Jr. And I'll write about it in my book, 25 Lives. Look up the PNBC, the Progressive National Baptist Convention. It'll tell you the whole story.
1: Wow. This is uh, so uh, a... Yeah.
0: So politics in the Black church is the problem. Mm-hmm. The church is designed to save souls. When Martin Luther King Jr. got up there and told liberal America that he had a dream that one day they wouldn't judge him by the color of his skin, mm-hmm. that, was the, that, that, that was that was one of the most terrible statements ever made. You're not supposed to care about how man judges you if you're a Christian. You think I'm going to walk up to you, Liz, and say, Liz, don't judge me by the color of my skin? No. If you don't like the color of my skin, that's your problem. Right. My job is to love you. Mm. If you put your hands on me, you're going to have another problem. But as long as you don't put your hands on me, we're fine. But my job is to make sure that God is satisfied with me. He does never never run around on this earth trying to get some white racist to love me. Mm-hmm. When he walked through, when he gave that speech, said that we came here to get our unalienable rights, that was a lie. Our unalienable rights come from God, not from man. They're irrevocable, non-transferable, and unsellable, according to John Locke. When he walked up there and said 100 years after the Emancipation Proclamation, The Negro is still not free. That is a lie. I was born free. My freedom was a gift given to me from God. It was not given to me from government. That speech put put a retrogression in the black community that put us in a position where we thought that government and white people had powers only attributed to God. And since that time, we've been asking to be set free by government and by white America, and they don't have the power to do it. Your freedom comes from God. And when you take Jesus Christ into your life, you don't care about none of that. You're not marching and dancing and begging man for anything. You go to God for it. That's why I'm so successful. That's why you're so successful. And the people that turn to man don't have anything. You got uh, Colin Kaepernick talking about he oppressed. Mm-hmm. You got Le- you got uh, uh, Al Shafton talking about uh, he's not free. Uh, you got LeBron James say that he's scared. Well, I'm not oppressed. I am free and I damn sure ain't of nobody. And I'm a black man, I'm a citizen of the United States of America and I stand tall. And the only way we're going to stop this is if we have to go back to the civil rights movement and turn turn away from all that stinking thinking, going to government, begging white America to accept you, begging the government to accept you. You accept yourself, You you love yourself, you love your fellow man. You look at them in the eye and say, you and I are brothers and sisters. I am not in competition with you. You have your gifts. I have my gifts. But I am an heir of Jesus Christ. I am a son of God. No one is superior to me. No one is inferior to me. You're my brother. You're my sister. And I'm going to help you elevate yourself. Find your gifts. You help me find my gifts. And let us walk together as brothers and sisters. And as long as you are respectful of me, as long as you do right by me, we have no problems. But I will never beg you to accept me, ever.
1: Vince, uh, I mean, the message is so powerful. It's so empowering. I, I'm wondering where, you know, have you been to places to give this message and it has not been accepted? I mean, are- Never.
0: My, book hits, hit my, my, my book hit number one six times this year. Wow. The Iron Triangle has been out three years. It hit number one twice this year. I have sold 50,000 books in the last month. Wow. People don't reject this message. People love this message. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be speaking at the Reagan Ranch, October 22nd, Ronald Reagan's home. That's how my message is being received. I go around the college campuses now, and and uh, I, I talk to children for the, for the <laughs> Young Americans Foundation. Yes, and 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 they they are bring black children, black liberals to these uh, you know events. I have no problem with them whatsoever because when I ask them, "Are you a Christian?" When they tell me, "Yeah." The debate is over because mm-hmm. I'll ask them, when in your Christianity does it tell you that you'd be concerned about how men feel about you? They'll say nowhere. Who should you be concerned about should be concerned about God, period. And once you concern yourself with that, man will follow by himself.
1: You know, Vince, I have to say I, I've I've been beaten up by saying you cannot be Christian and, and a Democrat at the same time. Do you agree?
0: I absolutely positively agree. You can't look. The Democrat Party is an evil organization. How do you define evil? It's easy for me. Anybody that would harm a child is evil. Mm-hmm. Period. And yet these people are giving five-year-olds puberty blockers, things that will harm them for the rest of their lives. They're castrating little boys and calling them little girls. Giving double a second these little girls call them little boys. They are trapping children in, in, in horrible schools. They will not teach them to read or write. They are destroying their families. They are aborting them. Abortion up to the ninth month is murder. These people are anti-child. They're anti-human. Mm-hmm. They are a a a death cult, and we have to start calling them that.
1: I call we them the party being... of death. I call they them are... that almost every day. Oh my Unambiguously, gosh. yeah.
0: And uh, and your your listeners, I'm asking the by twenty five lies by the Iron Triangle on Amazon.com. These books will help them understand it. It will give them ammunition to do battle with these people. And when a black person, again, asks you these questions, you pull up this, Ellis, and say, go to this website, look at this book. Here's some things that I underlined for you. My book has been fact checked It's distributed by Simon & Schuster. This isn't some vanity project that I did. This is a genuine, absolute bestseller all over the world. It hit the top 100 in the world three times this year.
1: So, Vince, and, people are wanting to hear your message, and you're bringing it to the people as well, not only through your book, but through uh, speaking engagements. What's next for you? Because um, you you have run for office before. Are, are I, I don't know where you're living right now, what state, but, I mean, what are you looking to do?
0: Uh, next thing I'm doing, I'm in the midst of uh, starting doing a documentary right now. My third book is already in the hands, hands of Simon & Schuster right now. Oh, it's called wow. Crime, Inc. It's called Crime, Inc., how how the, the, uh, the Democrats and the Liberals follow the model of organized crime. Hmm. I'm, doing, I'm, doing, I'm doing a documentary right now. I'm, I'm, I'm planning it. I'm, I'm writing it. It should come out with the book. And a lot of the things that I've just talked to you about today will be in that documentary. We have to go back to where we took the wrong turn. When you're going on a trip and you find that you're going the wrong place, you have to stop and say, where did I go wrong? Go back to that point and say, okay, now I know how to straighten myself out. But until you figure out where you turned wrong, you cannot straighten out your trip. Right now, America and the Black community are going in the wrong direction. Where did it start? It started in, the 19, in 1962, right before the Civil Rights Movement, when we all decided that we were going to turn to government as opposed to God. We all believe the yeah. government could put a gun to the heads of all Americans and make us live together and love one another. And what has happened? Mm-hmm. America is now more segregated than it was before the civil rights movement. Schools are more segregated. Ten times more crime. Ten times more black men locked in prison. Black family destroyed. White families are going down the same road that black families are. Uh, you're seeing a lot of young white girls now having babies out of wedlock. Young, young, young white boys that are not working. They're not going anywhere. Right. Drugs. They are going in the same direction because this is what liberals want. They have had a long-term plan to destroy America for a very long time from within. Mm-hmm. And they're almost there. We're at a tipping point right now, Liz. Yeah. And you are one of the few people that are out there every day warning America of it. I'm warning them. And we have an opportunity to turn this back. But we have to do it now well, we because th- if they go any further, we're done.
1: I mean, I've talked about um, and today, even on my radio show, we talked about how uh, the fentanyl crisis has has grown from six thousand deaths from fentanyl overdose deaths in 2015 to 63,000 deaths in 2021. The unproductivity unpro- of of pot smoking and all these other things that are just ripping our society apart. Uh, and, and, and you know, it doesn't matter, black, white, Hispanic, you know, Asian, whatever. It's just this inner fabric and the removal of God uh, from, you know, God being, you know, a four letter word in schools and in government uh, meetings and all of that. It seems to me that they they have they're ripping our guts out as Americans and we're letting them do it. We're letting them do it because we're afraid to speak up and say, wait, wait, wait. No, no, you can't do that. You shouldn't do that. It it seems like there are enemies really on both sides, Vince, not just the liberal Democrats. There are Republicans that are doing this as well. They're, they're, They're complying.
0: You're exactly right. The first chapter in my book, the first lie that the Democrats and the liberals tell you is that you will not be held accountable. I prove in that chapter that just like the Nazis when they were killing the Jews, that you're gonna be held accountable if you vote for a politician that says if you vote for me, I will use my my power to kill to kill children.
1: Mm -hmm. You are complicit
0: in murder. Yeah. Don't think that there's some type of severability between you and that vote. You have voted to commit murder. And these and these these liberals are telling you, and these Democrats are telling you, you're not gonna be held accountable. That is a lie. You're gonna be held accountable for uh, uh, voting for someone that's going to leave that border over, knowing that they're going to be sex trafficking children, knowing that they're going to be bringing dope over that's going to be killing people. Mm-hmm. You are going to be held, held accountable for uh, for, for going, going ahead and electing a politician that says he's going to disarm people in a war zone mm-hmm. and allow gangs and criminals yeah, to come and right. kill them. Right. You're going to be held accountable. You're complicit in all of it, up mm-hmm. to your neck. So you tell your Democrat friends that the next time you tell them. Tell them you're complicit in murder. You are complicit in the destruction of a people, disarming people, and you're complicit in theft because you're subsidizing. If you want to make sure that something goes bad, you tax something and you'll get less of it. Subsidize something and you'll get more of it. I send my children to private school. I work every day. Me and my wife, we pay our taxes. The government doesn't help us. But But do you know who they're going to help? Some guy that wants to get a sex change operation. They'll pay him for that. Yeah and pay for his medication for the rest of his life. Some guy that wants to go to rehab, they'll let him go a hundred times a year if he wants to. Some guy that wants to go out and have orgies and, and sexual activity and catch AIDS, they'll give him medicine until the day he dies. But me and you, Liz, yeah. two, two people out there doing everything we're supposed to do every day, they'll suck us dry. They'll try to destroy us. Amen. And this, is, and this is the sickness of the Democrat Party, and this is why we got to take him down
1: vince i can i never tire of having conversations with you i mean uh it's so empowering and i it's it's i i'm wondering and i'm gonna i'm gonna ask you this is there how do we get you uh to come someplace to speak in front of a large group of people other than podcasting and radio? I would love to put you in front of people um here locally is there ever a chance that we can arrange something book signing of course, something? Liz.
0: Honey, all, all, look, you're in Myrtle Beach. All you got to do is call. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you. All, I lived in South Carolina for 20 years. I love the state. I love the people. Uh, I live in the Blue Ridge Mountains of the state of Virginia right now. But anytime yo, you want me to come to South Carolina, all you got to do, you got my number. Call yeah. me. I'll be there. I love to talk to the people there because I know the people of South Carolina. I know where they stand. But this is something that the Republican Republican Party doesn't do very well. And they don't do it for the reasons I gave you. They have made a deal to stay out of the black community and those people wow. are suffering and, and a lot of the poor communities are suffering because mm-hmm. they're not giving the message. they made a deal. And as long as they keep that part of the deal, they know that the redistricting that they want is going to stay in place and the black Democrats are going to be able to do what they want to do. And that is keep their people poor. It's like keep them they ignorant, sold keep their them own control.
1: people out. It, it's of like, it's, but it's like slavery all over again with
0: the African exactly tribes. Right. It's the old slave model. They had the house Negro, that kept the field hands enslaved for the master. It's a variation on the theme. This is just the yeah. iPad version of it. They haven't, the Democratic Party hadn't changed anything in 200 years. They are still an evil institution. that, Since their inception in 1800, I have proven in my book that they are responsible for more than 100 million American deaths, 100 million. Wow. The communists worldwide are not responsible for more deaths than the Democratic Party here on this soil. They're responsible for killing 60 million children yes. alone in the womb. Yes. yes. They are an evil institution. Mm-hmm. And we have to start calling them that. When Abraham Lincoln called slavery evil, we beat it. When, when FDR and Churchill called Nazism evil, we defeated it. When Ronald Reagan called the Soviet Union an evil empire, we defeated them. Until we define these people for exactly who they are, and stop playing games by pretending that there's something, uh, that they're another political party in America. We will not defeat them. They have to be called what they are. I told Sean Haney the same thing. Mm-hmm. Now Sean is doing it. I told Tucker the same thing. Yeah. Now Tucker Carlson's doing it. I told Laura Ingraham the exact same thing. Now mm-hmm. she's doing it. They're catching on now. And I, I've heard Donald Trump and I've heard Mark Levin and them also start saying, this party is evil.
1: Yeah. And we got to start calling them that. And uh, you can get the words to use and understand it by by reading 25 Lies. And the, and the history really is The Iron Triangle, uh, your first book. And coming out soon, Crime, Inc. I'm looking forward to uh, seeing that documentary as well. Uh, when it's will that be out?
0: Uh, Liz, it should be out um, right before summer next year. I, I just turned it in about a month ago. Okay. And uh, they said they're going to really, really put up. A- real big campaign behind it and uh, we're, we're going to keep exposing the Democrats to the people. We're going we're to start going into these communities because we know that the Republicans want. This is what we have to do. Jesus Christ said, take this gospel, start here in Jerusalem and Samaria, and then the other most parts of the world. We won't take the gospel to Africa. We won't take it to Asia, but we won't go across the street in, in, in the city that we live in and take to the black community. And there you go. We have to start we have to start going to their restaurants.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We have to start going to their churches. We have to start sitting down and, and, and going to places where they go because they're our brothers and sisters. Yes. Jesus' last prayer before he died on the cross, it was a prayer for unity. Unity.
1: Right.
0: That we be not divided. And the left has divided us, and good God, they are having a good time oh, doing yeah. it. But just like, just like I told everybody else, I said, I love everybody. I'm going to treat everybody well and treat them with respect. But if you ever come try to hurt me or mine, I got two things that will get you off of me, <laughs> Jesus and my 38. So come try me.
1: Amen. Vince Everett Ellison, uh, how can people follow you and everything that you're up to? What's the best way?
0: Uh, they can follow me on Facebook. You know, just, just put Vince, Vince Everett Ellison in Facebook. I'll show up. They can follow me on Twitter at Vince E. Ellison. Uh, they can... I have a website. It's uh, com. Three E's in the middle. VinceEEllison.com. And, and if they want my books, just go on Amazon or just Google Vince Ellison books, and they'll show up. Uh, you can get Iron Triangle. You can get 25 Lies. Please buy them, y'all. Especially for this election season. Mm-hmm. And again, They are a weapon to defend yourself. They're also a a, a tool to help educate, educate the black community or other Democrats when they come to you and be gentle with them because most black people have been told all their lives Mm. from their leadership. They've been called the N-word. They've been called the B-word, the Mm W-word. They've been called thugs by their own people. They've They've been told by their leadership they are despised that they are hated by their own country, that they don't have a chance. What you need to tell them, Liz, when you look at them and they start complaining, you said, you don't see how great you are. Mm -hmm. You don't see what I see. You're a superstar. Your own people, your own leadership has beat you down to the ground and you don't understand how powerful and beautiful you are. Please don't get angry at me for saying it. You can be so much more than you are. Stop listening to these people. They're the ones that call you... Uh, the N word. They're the ones that call you the B word in their own music. They don't the want to call you thugs. Mm-hmm. It's your people. Your leaders say that you're despised. Your leaders tell you you can't make it. I've never said such a thing to you. Mm-hmm. Never said it. I will tell you right now, while I look at you, that you are greater than you know. You can do anything that anybody else can do. God is in you. They want you to think you're an animal. They want you to think that you came out of the the muck and the mire. They don't want you to know that you like you look like. The divine, that God knows your name. He loves you. And if you turn to him, he'll give you everything you want. The day that you believe that is the day that you will be free.
1: Vince, who inspires you?
0: You know what? I gonna tell you the truth. The person that inspires me the most is my daughter. Hmm. My 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 daughter's guy, she, 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 She got pregnant and young. She had her first child at 17. I was very very disappointed. And my mother, uh, who's passed away, gave Mm -hmm. me my last butt whooping behind that. (laughs) She told me when I told her about Skye being pregnant, and she said, Vince, you're you're mad. you think it's your fault? I said, yes, ma'am. She said, do you know that your grandson was ordained to be here Mm -hmm. before God laid the foundations of this earth? And for you to think that you can do anything about it is vanity. It was a slap. And I she said, she said, you still believe in God, don't you? I said, yes, ma'am. She said, go hug your grandson. Yeah. And she, this guy has gotten married. She has, she has seven children now. Wow. She's the mother of she she is the mother of a church. And she's this beautiful young mother with seven children, a, a husband. And I look at her and I see the face of God. She's the sweetest child in the world. Wow and and my children my children and my grandchildren inspire me cuz when i look at them i see the goodness of god all of them are just perfect mm. all of them are beautiful and we have to leave a world for them for two reasons so that they can live good lives and and transcend to see God, and so that when you and I are old, Liz, mm-hmm. they're not putting, they're not euthanizing us and putting us in <laughs> crematoriums, <laughs> which is what they're trying to get them to yes. do. Yes, you know?
1: yes, you're right. I talk about that too yeah. all the time. Party of yeah. death. That's what they want. That's yeah. what they
0: want. That's what they want.
1: Vince, it's always such an absolute joy and a terror to talk with you because <laughs> <laughs> you tell me how it is, and um, but you always get always, me inspired.
0: They are not. They are not going to win. Yeah, C. they C.S. Lewis said, "The hell is a choice." Mm-hmm. Just yeah. he said that he said that we live in the shadow lands, and we do. But he said, "Was there's always sun shining over the hill, around the bend." That this darkness ain't gonna last forever. Mm-hmm. We believe in God; we're protected. Yeah, yeah. So tell, yo 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 you tell, yo, your listeners, hold on. Help is on the way. They're not going to defeat us. This is a possibility for them. They're already defeated. Right. They're already defeated. That's why they're fighting so hard. That's why Joe Biden's doing all this crazy crap. He's doing. They know they're already defeated. They it's are defeated.
1: what they're doing. Yeah. And,
0: and, and, and we will be victorious. Yeah. So take, be happy, be encouraged.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We've already won.
1: Before we go, one more question. What do you think of Donald J Trump running in 2024? Is that something we need? Uh would you rather see something else happen?
0: I would I would uh, the, the, the 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 we 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 already know about the president's weak weak point. We already know that. Right. His his strengths are that we know that he'll he'll do what he says he's going to do. Yes. That he believes in what he believes. We know that he is a fighter. I don't want the Democrats to win or to beat him using the tactics that they used Mm -hmm. because then they will never stop. They stole the election. Now they are hounding the man into oblivion with all of this, uh, searching his house and and, and, and 20 investigations. Um, I I would want him to beat them just because I know they're cheating him and that they are cruel and that they are crooked. Mm -hmm. I think that, A crazy Trump is better than an incompetent Joe Biden. Mm -hmm. We have checks and balances to protect ourselves from President Trump and some of the the things that we might be concerned about. We have a Senate. We have a House. We have a Supreme Court. Uh, uh, We we, we do still still have federalism at the state level. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. it's it's that way for a reason. Mm -hmm. So they'll say, no, Mr. President, we're not going to do that. But Joe Biden is as crazy as his party is. Mm-hmm. Everybody in the Democrat Party is freaking insane, mm-hmm. and they and they are all together. They're all together with this. When it comes down to transgenderism, when it comes down yeah. to terrible public schools, when it comes down to taxing you into oblivion, taking everything you got, and subsidizing bad behavior. When it comes down to having an open border, where they where, where we have the great replacement, right? Where they're trying to replace Americans with more of a compliant population. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 when it comes to this, this army. The, the, the American people when it comes down to having crime and drugs in these inner cities. Look, this is what they want. They never apologize for it. They're proud of it. And if you want to know the one thing they're really proud of, you look at the Black community. I mean, they're proud of it. They strut around like, you know, man, this is the best thing in the world. Jim Clyburn is running for re-election, what, 30-some years, I think? Uh, yeah. Almost 30 years? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's Disgusting. proud of what he's done. Yeah. Ask him if he's done a good job. <laughs> Even though he started out, his district was like, uh, of 435 districts, his district like, was like four, three hundred twenty, three hundred twenty in the in the uh, three hundred twenty in the 4th district in America. Now I think his district is third from the bottom as the 4th wow. district in America. Wow. But he got promoted. He got promoted. You know why he got promoted? Because he is keeping the black people in line for the Democratic Party. That's what he's supposed to do. He's not supposed to make their lives better. He's supposed to make sure they vote ninety percent Democrat. And as long as yes. he does that, he'll stay exactly where he is. So, you know, but you know what, Liz? Mm-hmm. I found that the truth, the truth, the truth is what works. Yeah. You know, when, when you talk to people about the civil rights movement and Jesus Christ says he's a prince of peace, mm-hmm. that he'll bring you peace. And then what do they say? No justice, no peace. Preachers. Screaming, no justice, no peace. When Jesus Christ say, I, I I give you peace. That's one of the fruits of the spirit. Right, Peace, joy. And you're here telling man that if you don't give me something, you, I'm not going to have any peace. Mm-hmm. You've just contradicted everything that Jesus Christ says you're supposed to have. That shows you're not a Christian. Yeah, You're supposed to be at peace no matter what's going on in this world. That's one of the fruits of the spirit. Peace that transcends all understanding. So when you tell them the truth and you say you're a Christian, yeah, well, where's your peace? What are you talking about? Oh, your pastor ain't talking to you about peace. He's telling you to go out there and be violent, huh? To go out there and at people until you start a fire.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: To
0: go out there and burn down your mother and your mommy and daddy's neighborhood. To go out there prancing and walking and screaming and yelling and cursing. they tells you that's the face of God. No, it's not. These people are apostate. Mm-hmm. They're liars. And if you want to see the evidence, what did Jesus say about false prophets? How will you know them? You will know them by the fruits they bear. Right. You will not know them by what they say, know about that, know by their works, about what they produce. What have they produced over the last 50 years? Nothing but carnage. Death.
1: Death, Death yeah. Chaos. Yeah.
0: False prophets, all of them. And their fruits reveal it. So if people want to second guess you, if people want to hear the truth, that's the truth. Now, you call Jesus Christ a lie. Because he said that's how you'll know them. That's how I know them by their fruits, and their fruits are rotten to the core.
1: Vince Everett Ellison, thank you so much. Um, You always invoke such an emotion out of me, and I'm always speechless when I talk with you. <laughs> I can't. You're like the only person that does that to me. It's unbelievable. I always love speaking with you. Um, Thank you so much for all your time today. And uh, well, Liz, you
0: can, you can you can call me anytime. I'd be happy to come back and talk. <laughs> <laughs> really, always love talking with
1: you yes well thank you and best of luck i'm going to be following along on your social media until this crime ink comes out um that is uh, that documentary and book is going to be blockbuster i it's i i'm hoping it's going to get in front of the 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 correct eyeballs everybody needs to see it but um i'm really excited about it i
0: well, Liz, I'm happy to see yeah. that you've already said you're going to help me push it. So oh, that means yes. going to be a success <laughs> in Myrtle Beach and nothing else. We know Absolutely,
1: a I would love to you have a that. screening and a book signing. Oh my gosh! I all am... right, that's
0: that's great, Liz. I set it
1: up. Yeah. Oh, I hey, I'm there. So you just let me know, and I'll I'll get it when it's ready. I'll get it all set up for you. We'll plan that for sure. Thank, you, right, so thank much. you so much. I appreciate. It. No, God thank bless you. you. Thank you.
0: You too. The Long Story Short podcast with Liz Callaway.
1: Thank you for downloading Long Story Short. If you need to reach me, you can always email me at Liz Calloway, LLC at gmail.com. That's Calloway with all A's. If you enjoyed this podcast, please give us a review, like, and share it with your friends. Until next time, I'm Liz Calloway.